And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, March 10th. It is the week of women. I know. I love it. International Women's Day was Monday. We had a woman join us on the program live. Yesterday, we extended it. Another woman. Today, the three-peat, we have some other women that want to get on the program with us. Yes, it's fantastic. If you, women or men, would like to, or non-gender specific, would like to join us, all you need to do is send an email, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Tell us you want to come on the program. Mark does the rest. It's so easy. That is what Emma did. Emma is on the line from San Diego. Emma, welcome to Jill on Money. What can we do for you today? Hi, Jill and Mark. Thanks in advance for answering my question. I'm really honored to be here with you. Um, All right. So my husband and I, we make $230,000 a year. I am 36 and he's 41. We have one toddler. He's three years old and we have only one debt, which is our mortgage. It's 520,000 at 15 year, 2.125%. 2.125%. And it's a 15 year. What's the property worth? It should be 750 to 800 right now. Great. Fantastic. Okay. Three-year-old. Great. You got the house. Great. Are you just making the regular payments or are you paying extra on this outstanding loan? We actually refinance from 25 years. So 15 year regular payment is really comfortable for us right now. Perfect. Okay, great. And you said you made $230,000 a year together, right? Correct. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I got that right. Okay. Keep going. I'm listening. We have a retirement account at 250000 combined. We have an mm-hmm. emergency fund, 60000 Great. Um, I believe that's all I have. So my question for you is, every month we expect to have a savings of between four to 5000 mm-hmm. And we wanted to know what should we do with that money? 
our goal is maximum earnings potential for this money. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what to do. Should we just put it in a robo advisor, um, hire a wealth you know, advisor? What do you think? Well, let me ask a couple of questions, Emma. Are you both maxing out your retirement accounts? Are you putting $19,500 a year each into your accounts? Yes, we do. Okay, great. And for the three-year-old, is funding education a priority for you guys over the long term? We started it, but when we talked to a financial advisor, they said there are workaround because if we put lots of money on 529 down the road, he might be limited on financial aid. You're not getting financial aid anyway. Don't worry about it. I actually disagree with that. And I'll tell you why. You make too much money. You're not getting financial aid. It's not happening. I mean, if your child can get into a great school and get some sort of scholarship or, you know, um, a, a merit scholarship, that's one thing. But 230, um, I mean, if you have four kids in college at the exact same time and you made 230, maybe. There's no way with $230,000 a year, you're going to be getting financial aid. Do you have a 529 plan already established? We do, but we were, you know, not really maximizing it every year because of that thought. So first and foremost, I would say, let's use that 529 plan, okay? Now, for the other money, if you just decide to do that, I think that the what makes sense to me is probably just to do, as you presume, a robo-advisor. It could, be, uh, it could be Betterment. It could be Vanguard. It could be Schwab. It could be Wealthfront. It could be any of them. And get the money in and start building that non-retirement base up. You know, I think that if you don't seek other financial advice, in other words, if you said, all we're talking about is just investing, that is going to be the cheapest thing for you to do. It really is. It's going to be a you know teeny amount of money. If you wanted to do it yourselves, you could do it also. You could just you know open up an, a, a mutual fund, index fund account at T. Rowe Price or TD Ameritrade or Vanguard or Schwab or Fidelity. You could do that yourselves. But even if you just wanted to make it really easy and pay a tiny bit more in terms of a fee, you could use one of the robos. If you think you want full-blown financial advice, then that would lead you to looking for an advisor. I mean, it sounds kind of like you're buttoned up. I mean, it, it doesn't sound like you necessarily need a an advisor who's going to charge you 1% for, for just managing money. But are there other aspects of this that I'm missing? No, that's it. Um, we did talk to one financial advisor and we were on the fence because just what you said, it seems like pretty manageable at this point. We were thinking maybe if it got to a, you know, more than a certain amount, we can start hiring a financial advisor to manage our wealth. But I think for now, since we only have, you know, less than 1 million really to manage, we can Yeah. I mean, I would look at, I mean, some of the services are really easy and some of them will give you advice once you get above a certain amount. Like I think with Betterment, I think it's about a hundred grand and with Vanguard, it's 50 grand and maybe with Schwab, it's 25 grand, but you can get 
some advice along the way using a robo. So that's something worth checking out. I think you make it really simple. I, I really do believe that if you're in a place where you just know you're adding money every single month and it's just simple, just make it easy, automate it, have it come right out of your account, you're done. The only thing you have to just do is try to do the 529 stuff concurrently. But again, the 529 plan, don't forget, we are talking about a tax-free way of investing. And there's nothing better than that. You know, honest to God, not only about your income that, you know, I think your income takes you out of financial aid territory, but, you know, what's better than putting money into an account, having it grow without any taxes, taking the money out when you need it, and not having to pay any tax too? It's like a Roth for education. And I think that's an incredibly efficient way for you to start thinking about funding education for your three-year-old. I have two more questions for you, though. You ready? Life insurance? Yes, that's my second question. Talk to me. What do you got? Yeah. So my husband and I, we both have a policy, 850 each, 15 years, because we kind of like outlived the first five years. Um, So my question to you, should we up it or keep it as is? I know they say it should be 10 times your, at least 10 times of your annual salary. So what is your recommendation? It doesn't have to be 10 times because you're saving so much money that essentially every single year, your life insurance needs are going down. Unless, are you going to have another kid? Yes. If we're blessed to have one, yes. It may be that you should look into life insurance, especially while you're still under the age of 40 and, you know, he's 41. It's not terrible, but I would look at maybe going back into the life insurance universe getting a term, a 20-year term policy, right? I would look at it and there are tons of insurance calculators, but my guess is that you're probably going to both need to kind of up that coverage at least for the first, you know, 10 years or so, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to get you covered while you are concurrently saving. So essentially, if you had a baby, let's say a year from now, right, you would probably need more like a million and a half of coverage. This is my guess. You'd have to run some numbers, but I'm guessing it's about a million and a half in coverage. And then you would need that. But then 10 years later, you wouldn't even need that much. It's just insurance is the kind of product where it's so cheap, it's easier to just get that policy. So maybe it's easier for you right now to get a $750,000 20-year policy. Go to, you know what, go to policygenius.com, go run some numbers and make sure that you have enough and pretend that you had another child right now. Just pretend because it might be worth it for you to just get this coverage today, especially if you are trying to get pregnant, because once you get pregnant, you're not going to get the coverage. You got to wait till after the baby's born. Okay. Do you guys have wills? Yes, we do. We just did our estate planning and will. Is there anything else that's on your hit list of questions for me? No, you answered everything. And I'm so grateful to you and Mark. I really appreciate your show. Very helpful. Straight to the point. Love it. Oh, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And um, I want to wish you a happy Women's History Month. And I want to thank you for joining us live. If you, like Emma, would like to come on the program, all you need to do is send us an email. Our email address is askjill 
at jillonmoney.com. Now, maybe you're on the website. Maybe you're on the jillonmoney.com website. You're knocking around there. You're maybe reading something or maybe you're checking out the resources. Uh, Maybe you've signed up for the free weekly newsletter, which Mark toils away at every single week. Maybe you're there and then you've got a question. All you have to do is hit the contact button and we'll get that. Tell us if you want to come on the program. It will get you to the front of the line. We'll answer that question quickly. So do that. And of course, as always, we are still in the midst of a virus gang. So you've got to wash your hands. You've got to wear your masks. You have to maintain that physical distancing and try to lift somebody up today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.